We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we're talking about practice. We're talking about practice, man. You know the drill. We are talking about practice. Chico's only locally produced sports talk radio show. The world's greatest sports talk radio show, according to my auntie A, out in Dallas. What up? I am your co-host, Jarrell <clears throat> Gilbert. Joined alongside me, as always, partner in crime, co-creator of the show, Derek Esomeki. Yo, it's good party, people. No Rudy today. Our resident degenerate is up to degeneracy. Thank God. Whew. Wow. About time. <laughs> he said he had a cough. He was slacking. So we yeah. said, stay your ass home, all right? We spit him out of here, you know? It, it is right. not the yeah. time. There's too many yeah. too many different things it could be. It could be. Yeah, we no. treated him like the mucus that he is. <laughs> <laughs> Man, going hard. All right. <laughs> we got our producer extraordinaire, the Jew for Jesus, <laughs> Statman <laughs> Brad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For those of you who weren't here last week, Brad is... I would be invited to the camps. It would be great. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Brad is a invitation. A, a, a door-knocking invitation. Yes, a door-knocking yeah, invitation. invitation. Yeah, 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 yeah. To the camps. Labor camps, though. Yes, yes. We're yeah. talking Labors. about labor camps. We're talking yeah. about Nazi Germany, of course. Great. Yeah. Great times. We My found people. out that um, Brad is indeed an actual Jew, though Just you not, not the practice. real one. Yeah, not but a fake not one. Not a though. totally fake one. Yeah, yeah. not a totally fake one. No, not a real one. I'm like in between. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a middle Jew. Yeah, but you lean into Christmas and not so much Han- Hanukkah. I used to. How many lights on the menorah did you light this year? Uh, none well, this year. Candles. I mean, you're supposed I mean, to light they're, they're a all, number all the time. It's all like each nine, year changes. Yeah, I'm just asking. You know, did you light any of them? There's did nine total. Yeah. Did you light a one? I didn't light a one. You didn't okay. light a one. Okay. I didn't light a That's one. That's what I'm saying. I'm still confused yes. that he's not a totally fake Jew, but w- well, I he, digress. He didn't have the oil to start it up, you know, <laughs> unfortunately. Maccabee was not on my side. No. Uh, <laughs> well, Just really... wanted to explain the joke from last week. We carried it on. Well, if you wanted to know, you could have uh, listened to us prior. Yeah, you should have. Last week's show was a, was a golden one. I it was a gr- honestly yeah. Yeah. solid yeah. show. And you should go back week. and listen to it yeah. still. It still applies, and it was fairly funny. We stand by all our statements. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So go check out Talking every About one of Practice. TBP, Talking About Practice, wherever you get your pods. All right. Uh, usually, we like to spread hate around here, but it's a holiday season, so I wanted to start with a couple heartwarming stories, and then we'll get into the NFL and F1 and all the other stuff. Um, so, uh, did you guys see the Dickie V standing O he got? I think it was Baylor at KU or vice versa. Uh, d- I, it was Kansas of some sort. But, yes, I did see that. That was heartwarming. That was unbelievable. I mean, just what he means to the sport in general. Like, as a Duke fan, it was it was gut-wrenching when he got taken off the UNC-Duke game just because of how much he wasn't tied into that rivalry. Uh, it, 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 was, it was hard to see, but... 
I'm glad to see he's doing well with chemo and everything right now. I mean, how much longer do you think he's got? Jesus. Wait, wait, wait. You know? in, All right, you want to turn it to that? Wait, I'm right. just saying. As what a career? Saying, put out an yeah, over-under. In, in, in life. You know? Oh, like, yeah. Put out an over-under. Well, I don't know. Day. I'm going to say, it. like, all right, his broadcasting career, I'm going to say we're going to have one year, 1. 1.5. 1.5 years. 82 years old right okay, now. Okay, he's got 1.5 years left in his career. Okay. And he's got, I'm going to say, seven and a half left in his life. Ooh, that's that's a... Wait, I gave him a lot. I feel like you're giving him a lot. Yeah, I'm giving yeah. him. I'm, I'm giving him a. I'm giving him a nice, a nice yeah. number there. I, Even though I, I would bet under that myself. Yeah, statistically, yeah, I would, I would, I would bet under. Yeah. That. under. Yeah, no, yeah, both of them. Yeah. No, I think yeah. he makes a year of. I think a, yes, year more. The I think rest college of basketball year, keep him alive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No doubt. Um, I would say. I think yeah, he's gonna finish out the rest of this year. He's got two, maybe three more years left in him. I'm life? calling games no, 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 of game. life. Okay. No, he's got oh, okay. this oh, year, life. maybe yeah. next, but okay. then. So if worse. you're new to the proceedings, yeah. this is kind of how it goes around here. We'll do something nice and immediately talk about someone's mortality and how Dickie V just ain't got that much. Well, because the only thing guaranteed in, in this moment right now is Dickie V will die. Yeah. That's the only thing that's guaranteed. I can't well, I mean, guarantee anything well, else. It's a guarantee for everybody. For everyone. Exactly. So I've again, I can't yet. guarantee anything else in, in, in Dickie V's broadcasting career whatsoever, but I can't guarantee you that he will die. Speaking of guaranteed death, boom. Demarius Thomas. <laughs> oh, geez. that's a perfect. Uh, that's my type okay. of segue right there. All right? <laughs> so I really sunk into the darkness <laughs> yeah. in which you were trying to take this darkness, show down, my old friend. So obviously, at 33 years <laughs> young, Demarius Thomas dies tragically. This past weekend, uh, I guess it was last week. It was Thursday of last week, I think, uh, of some complications. They said he was in a car accident and then he was suffering from seizures. Uh, either way, ob- obviously, it was tragic um, that he passed at such a young age. And I did think the tribute they did to, did for him, starting the game with 12 men on offense. 10 men. Thank you. Yeah. One less. Yeah, I'll say. Thank you. Yeah. 10 men on offense. And the Sean Taylor tribute. That's correct. Yeah. And then Simmons getting the interception and running over to his number at the end of the game, which really um, kind of wrapped up the game there, um, I thought was a pretty touching thing. I mean, it's nice that um, they were able to single-handedly – they had Detroit to face. Yeah. And Detroit was um, still feeling the the winds, the highs of their win they had from right. last week. Right, So they obviously came into the Mile High Stadium way too high for this game. Of course. Because they were high off the win. Then you get the mile highness from the highness of the stadium. Correct. And then you get, you know, Colorado weed. And then right. you're just, you, you're blitzed out of your mind. Right, And they right. weren't blitzing the Broncos, that's for sure. And, um, you know, Demarius Thomas got his, uh, his tributed win. Yep. There you go. So shout out to the... To the Broncos, something I'll never ever say again on this show. Um, but I thought they did. Uh, they did. They did a good job, especially considering how little time they had to obviously prepare for such a tragedy. Settle down, John. Settle down, okay. No, All right, no, moving yeah, on. Fuck off that Bronco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> buck off of that. I want to say he said yeah, buck, buck off. off. Yeah, yes. with a B, hard buck. B. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I did want to give a shout out to our man Jim Finch. Um, If you didn't see this story, I believe it's gone viral now. Our man Jim Finch drove down to Kentucky with hundreds of pounds of food in his... You could probably play that. Let's see if if it'll actually play over... 
Uh, he doesn't cuss or anything. So oh, he doesn't? Okay. I think, yeah, I think we're safe uh, right. if it's going to play. But uh, our man Jim Finch drove down from Kentucky or to Kentucky to hand out uh, hundreds of pounds of food that he was cooking on the spot. Um, yeah, can you try and run that and see yeah. what happens? Again, this is the type of show you can expect today. Sorry, I was focused on our, you know, yeah. our live stream. Okay, yeah, stop. Enough with the excuses and maybe yeah. just play the clip. <laughs> so that means they don't have no electric, no restaurants, no running water. So I just figure I'd do what I can do. Show up with some food and some water. All right, I did not think that was yeah, the clip. Yeah, okay, way he goes on to, to go. explain that. Basically, he did this just because he felt an obligation. He's not from there, but he drove down with hundreds of pounds of food in, in his truck and a smoker and just started cooking for the victims of that awful tornado we saw that took out, uh, I mean, Kentucky and what, six other states? Illinois got hit. Yeah, um, yeah just all over the Midwest right there. Yeah. I, I got to say, would you we get it bad? You know, natural disasters are pretty bad, but I don't know. Tornadoes or fires and earthquakes i'd say you know? fires and That's earthquakes a devil you know type right of exactly you know like i, mean? I, I know what i'm getting fires and earthquakes. i know my earthquakes i know my fires at this yeah. point in time yeah. right now right i don't know a tornado i don't want to get to know well, one i'll give you a, i'll give you guys a tip if you guys ever hear no noise at all that's bad go right? go underground yeah. as fast as you can if you hear no noise a tornado is coming i've seen a tornado in chico before Okay, well that's it was fairly underwhelming. I mean, I think the I, one I got, that was here. I remember yeah. getting that notification too that a tornado touched ground or whatever. But that's not. I mean, that yeah. makes the, what happened in Kentucky look oh, yeah, like yeah, a walk yeah, in the park. Like, yeah, exactly. The biggest news yeah, was no. a little sheet metal came off of a, a barn and hit a cow. That's just a tough wind. Okay, that's all that was. We had a stiff, really, breeze. A wind of very we had yeah. a stiff wind. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. a stiff breeze here. I'm with you. I would. Am I with you or with myself? Because no, I'm with you too. I'll I'll take the. I don't know. I don't want. Know a tornado. I think you guys that are with each awful. other on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Fire and earthquake. Things things flailing about. Yeah. With no with chaotic uh, reason. I'll take a burning down sensation or a rumbling sensation over that. I'm I with feel. you. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. With Agreed. Like you said, Agreed. better the devil you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I've handled both my earthquakes and the fires. Yeah. I mean, I don't like them. They're not fun. No. Of course but, I mean, not. what natural disaster disaster is? Yeah. No one's like you know it's awesome hurricane season. I mean, I feel like the only ones that. <laughs> Like probably I mean, the only things them. I ever enjoy a natural disaster are probably like fish or stuff in the ocean during a tsunami because they're like, oh man, more space to swim in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh dude, our ocean just got bigger, y'all. Like I've never been in these parts before. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, everyone else, it's awful, you know. But the fish and and this uh, aquarium life, they probably yeah. enjoy tsunamis. It's like a nice little roll ride for them. It's all about perspective, y'all. I feel like floods can be <laughs> exciting if, yeah. if you're prepared. Again, Maybe in a little canoe. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you got a little raft or something. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. it's like a little, like, you it's like a raft, right? Water yeah. rafting action. Right, you know? right, right. right. In the middle of the, you know, in the middle of the desert or something, right. wherever this happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. some pictures. Yeah, there's some pictures of a guy up in Anderson when they, uh, they flooded up in Anderson. A guy was just canoeing on a baseball field. There you go. Yeah. See? He's yeah. ready to go. That's fun. Life is what you make it. Yep. Right, right. Make so one. maybe if you have a tornado, fly a kite. Maybe not. No. Moving okay. on. I feel like that's <laughs> yeah, terrible no. advice, and we should probably move on and be a little more sensitive to all the folks who 
past, but that's not really. Wait, us be asking say us be sensitive. But shout out to uh, us being sensitive is talking about Dicky B at the start of the show, right? Yeah, now. that, that was, was yeah, as we got. heartwarming as we're gonna. I thought we would try something different. this I appreciate it, and then we put a human touch on what we do. But let's just make fun of someone and let's talk about Brian Kelly and his dance moves because that was amazing. Have you guys seen this video yet? I know. I'm watching it right yeah. now. It is, this is so um, uncomfortable. Wait for the slow-mo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the smile. Uh, the yeah. smile is what gives me the finger point and the smile. Mm. It's like, what? So they, there's, I, I can officially say I can dance better than Brian Kelly. Yeah. 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 So that makes is, me feel better. This is yeah. one little clip of a video Brian Kelly's come oh, out with. Get, no, don't. Why did you scroll <laughs> yeah, away? Yeah, you no, I was trying to find something else. No, no, no. no get, I Let's feel like it's it getting good we're, right we're now. There's some, on this. there's some fun uh, moments in this. And in this Brian clip. Kelly also came out with a hype video for LSU in which he plagiarized half his speech. Um, so that's fun. Um, so Brian Kelly just making waves down in LSU. I would like this to be our album art for <laughs> the show. That is, that is spectacular. Isn't it great? Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Brian Kelly. I appreciate what you're doing right there. You're really utilizing that that $100 million that they're yeah. giving you in, in LSU. If you want to join us in the fun, go yeah. ahead and just Google Brian Kelly LSU dancing. And, uh, you'll um, find it pretty quick, and it's pretty pretty incredible. So go ahead and enjoy that. Um, speaking of clown shows... Man, this Urban Meyer story is its something else, man. It is something else. So, um, I believe you called Urban Meyer the devil in the past. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. He's, he's a terrible person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's next to Art Bryles in hell right he, now. I think... Like, he and, he and Art Bryles are definitely rubbing elbows. They I have a the lawn we... next together. They're, like, for sure... <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're, they're definitely neighbors. I think the way we have to... Um, Say that on radio, however, is he displays behavior that um, of which a bad person. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. displays the behavior which someone who has a um, lock and key in hell at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like he has a homestead there with so his you name. Would, you would venture to say that allegedly Urban Meyer it might be headed to hell after this. He and might be the devil himself. And oh. does he have a yes, penthouse? He might be. Does I don't he have a feel penthouse? like that's an overreaction. That's I don't I'm just allegedly. Yeah, I from feel what's like, happening right there. I feel like that's I'm, you know, solid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you, you see what he, what attracts to him right now, you know? Yeah. All those harlotins rubbing up against him right now. Psh, devilish harlotins. actions, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what a big word for you there. Oh, man. Hey man, I got him in, I got him in my back pocket. Uh, All right, didn't even stumble. I like it. Uh, definitely plus fifteen hundred. The word Harlandins was going to be yeah used on this episode. Yeah, tonight, no, that but, was that was for sure. Uh, uh, missed out on that bet, y'all. So if you haven't read the story, this is the best part. This story was on NFL.com. This wasn't on some Twitter reporter. This isn't on a blog. This was on NFL.com. The story has been vetted. Okay. So a couple of things that came out recently, uh, receiver Marvin Jones got so upset with Urban Meyer. Again, Marvin Jones, veteran receiver, well-respected throughout the league, ended up leaving the facility until other staff members called him and tried to track him down and convinced him to come back. Uh, during a staff meeting, uh, Urban Meyer allegedly called all his assistant coaches losers and asked what they had ever won and then asked them to defend their resumes which is hilarious when you are the person who's hiring these people. 
Why did I hire you? Why am I such a bad person in hiring right. these right now? Yeah, no. Right. No, there you and go. I just love that Mar uh that that my man Urban, you you know how that speech went. It's like I've won how many national titles does he have? Three. three. I've won three national titles. What have any of you done? And what they've done is a combined seven national titles amongst his uh, assistant coaching staff, and I believe two Super Bowls in there. But um, that's usually not a good way to instill good workplace morale by calling the people who work for you losers. I don't know about you. I definitely love when my boss is overbearing, uh, yelling in my face, mm. and uh, makes me, embrace me on a consistent basis, makes yeah. me feel less than myself. I definitely feel I perform best under those pressure right, right. now. That's when diamonds shine, you know, right, under right. the most pressure is uh, is when you really put your best your best foot forward. And yeah. um, obviously it's working in Jacksonville because they're such a success story. Uh, all that pressure that, yep. that Urban Meyer's put on his team is really putting a diamond uh, in the rough. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's beautiful what's happening in Jacksonville. Beautiful. You like to feel wanted. I feel yes. like he's doing that. Yeah, no. He lets you know he knows about you. Yes. Like he knows, oh, I, you, you do recognize how much of a POS I am. You know, <laughs> yeah. you recognize it. I am a terrible human being. <laughs> Thank you, Urban Meyer, for blessing me with those beautiful words of encouragement. Not encouragement. Uh, Criticism. Criticism, yes. Yeah, Urban Meyer, Content. leader of men who ended up yes. having... Uh, after a loss to Cincinnati, stayed in Ohio, and then got filmed later that evening at his own restaurant, um, dancing with women in ways that aren't super Harlington's, you mean. Harlington. Harlington's. Yes. If you are married. Now, I don't propose to know what their relationship is. I do know that Urban Meyer's wife at the time allegedly was watching their grandchildren, so probably not a great look. But we've spent almost an entire show talking about this situation. I think we could conclude it with this. Again, what you said at the top of, at the top of this conversation, Urban Meyer displays behavior unbecoming to the team. He, he's, he's in hell, y'all. He uh, just seems like a yeah, bad he's, he's, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, and yeah, Urban Meyer, the worst he's ever done in college is eight and five. So he's not used to losing. You put him on this level and you, I mean, it's, it's just great. I mean, if anything, it, that's one thing Urban Meyer is known for is his judge of character. Just the people he surrounds right. himself with right, right. are of the ups most standing citizens around him. Yeah, what was from, his from, assistant uh, coach that to, was From allegedly... wife beaters to murderers. Yeah, you know, those, yeah, are the, yeah. those are the best type of people to have around you, I right, feel. Right, Because those really make you blossom into a real yeah. uh, upstanding uh, citizen. So, now, Urban Meyer, Now, the football part of this that I do think is interesting is Shad Khan and Urban Meyer, I feel, are going to have quite the standoff here. Obviously, it's best for the team, it would seem, to just fire Urban Meyer, cut your losses, and move on. However, if you fire Urban Meyer, I don't know what the details of his contract are, but I know if he's fired, you got to pay him out. However, if Urban Meyer decides to leave, then he forfeits that money. So, what's going to break first? Something's got to give. How embarrassing is Shad Khan willing to allow this to get before he has to fire him. Because I would imagine if you could shake off the shame of that whole situation back in Ohio and keep it pushing, Shad Khan is not someone who is adverse to losing, or I should say is unfamiliar with losing. So what, I mean, I would love to see Urban Meyer coach there for another three years. I mean, that's continue gold. to lose yeah, because right? that would be the move. That would be the ultimate boss move by Shad Khan is I know you're miserable here, but you signed a contract. 
And if I'm going to pay you, you're going to work every day of that contract till you decide to leave. I mean, it's nothing new for Jacksonville to just be in the dump. So it's just right. like it's just, you know, another day, another dollar for Jacksonville sure. and, and their fans across the pond in uh, London. Right. You know, could they be potentially ruining their number one overall draft pick? Probably. He's, he's, I would say he probably is ruined right now just by being I mean, around Urban Meyer. Ruined. Well, yeah. Just by true. being around Urban Meyer right now, you've had too much contact. It's like toxic. It's like hazardous waste, Urban Meyer. What you're Meyer. saying is murder may be in his future. Maybe. Maybe. Just There's, to talk, just to breathe it in the fumes yeah. of Urban Meyer. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like he's not, he doesn't have a hazmat suit all the single time when he goes in there, you know? And right. you have to whenever you're around Urban Meyer because he breathes out um, toxicity. Right. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yes, yeah, 100%. No, you need yeah. a hazmat suit at all times. Like, the air in Mordor is better than what comes out of Urban Meyer. That was a Lord of the Rings reference uh, yeah. that is, uh, went over a lot of people's heads. Hopefully, for those of you geeks out there like me who love Lord of the Rings, you got it. All right. Um, <laughs> the Niners played an unnecessarily close game. And I don't know. I mean, I was listening to some pods today. Where it's it's so obvious to me, and you probably get this too from time to time, when you watch your hometown team a lot, and then you listen to national pundits talk about them, and you're like, oh, you don't know ish. You don't watch these games at all. You watch Red Zone, or you watch uh, Highlights. Because the way people were talking about Jimmy Garoppolo was not the quarterback I saw yesterday. Oh yeah, you look at his numbers, they're pretty good. He also had a drop pick six that would have ended the game. I mean, that should have gone to the house. Um, I didn't watch much of that game, as I don't with many of games. But what I did see <laughs> is Jimmy G looking awful out there more often than not, I felt. And, uh, again, like they said, the fact that you won this close of a game, had to go into overtime, uh, is could kind of pathetic to begin with. Um, you didn't score at all in the second half if not, what, you got three points or something in the second half? Well, why score in the second half when you could score touchdowns in overtime? And win how, the game, yeah, you know how, I mean? Three points in the second half. Three points three, in the second and half. that was in the third quarter, and that's yeah. it. <clears throat> and um, this is against a Cincy team that, again, they had their moment to shine, but uh, you guys have been on different planes, and right now your planes <sighs> diverge on the same path, and it almost Cincinnati took you out. Almost. Yeah. Uh, and it ended up being a, an unnecessarily fun game um, if you didn't have a rooting interest or if you were rooting for Cincy. Um, I don't... I think the Niners should have Kyle Shanahan just coach the first half of games because they're great. I think they're the best team or amongst the lead, lead leaders in scoring in the last two minutes before halftime. Um, they're incredible in the first half. Kyle Shanahan's the type of guy that can talk to any girl at a bar but cannot bring them home with them. Like he's the guy not that a like closer. not a closer. He's a good classic setup guy. Kyle, dude, guy can woo any girl at the bar. He gets them. They're touching him. They yeah, give him yeah, all yeah. the signs. And then that when it comes to time, it's like, hey, we got to go. It just he doesn't know what to say. Yeah. And he's like, blah 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 blah. Right. blah. Yeah. Go with me now. I'm yeah. No. You. Sex. No. Oh, right. No. It doesn't work like that, Kyle. Yeah. You can't be forceful with it. You got to finesse your way around to it. Yeah, yeah. You got to finesse your closing. And he's not. A, he's not a closer. He's Sorry. not a closer. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious at this point. Kyle, Han Kyle Shanahan. Not a closer. And yeah, am I holding the 28-3 lead against the Patriots in the Super Bowl against him? I am. This is but I'm also holding last week against the Seahawks. <laughs> that game should have been easily won. 
I'm holding that against him as well. I'm also holding the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. And we had a 10-point lead in the third quarter against him as well, Mr. Shanahan. So real quick, the Niners have 13.1 points in the first half. That is the 11th or ranked 11 in the NFL. In the second half points, they have 11.4. That's ranked 18th. Okay, we don't so they're, they're not the really pretty part. useful yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not the the best right now in first half. They don't score at all. That's what no. it sounds like, actually. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. average at both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. say. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So Thanks for those useless yes. numbers, yeah. Brad. No, you, you just, I feel like they're very useful. You said they're like no, you kind of better. Like, just proved our point right now, but at the same no, point I said time, in the last two minutes yeah. of the, sec, of the yeah, second okay. quarter. It's okay. okay. I appreciate it, Brad. But just I do appreciate that you're doing your job. I just didn't think that added anything to the conversation. But well, most of the things I say don't add anything. I no, just like you're to say absolutely stuff. right, but at least you're On trying. I'm, yes, thank you. Usually I don't know if you're even trying. Well, I'm Today try- you're trying. I'm trying, yeah. And I'm, I'm saying far. I want to reward you by saying add a boy, but also you didn't help anything. <laughs> we'll continue with your conversation then. Okay, feel free to find something useful over there and jump back in here at any point. Hey, your Packers look good yesterday. I'm just mad at your Packers continuing to dominate, okay? It's annoying. It's fun. Continue. Is it? F- okay, let's talk about Well, it's about fun because your Niners are sucking right now. And are they? We've won, we've won four or five. Congratulations. You barely beat the Bengals. Hey, a win's a win. Barely a win, beat the Bengals. Okay? Yeah, no matter if you win by an the inch Bengals or a mile. The Bengals were leading the AFC a few weeks Dominic ago. Dominic uh-huh. A few weeks ago. Not right now. Okay, but... They're on a downturn right now. Let's just calm down. If we're talking recency bias, let's just talk about what your Packers have done in the playoffs recently. Yeah, what have you guys done? We went to a Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, and have you guys won? No. How many Super Bowls have you gone to in the last five years? Last five? Literally zero. (sighs) Go ahead and turn your mic off, okay? (laughs) What a dumb argument. No one cares. Speaking of no one caring. About this entire <laughs> conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Tom Brady's still good. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes found his groove. So there we go. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl again, right? I mean, at this point in time, it looks like it because everyone else in the AFC sucks. Yeah. You know, AS, uh, Ravens suck. Well, especially Bills, if they're not going to have Lamar. Yeah, no, especially if, even with Lamar. Very suspect. Yeah. Very no suspect the Ravens no are. Um, um, when Bills, they're not wearing those yeah. black, we're not wearing those black unis uh, in in Baltimore. It's just like, why even come out the tunnel? Agreed. You know. Also, just, what were the Raiders doing, stomping on the Arrowhead just to get stomped in Arrowhead? It was a um, a Bad great symbolism, great content for all of us, the NFL and fans of that. Yeah. So I appreciate the Raiders for being that sacrificial lamb. Did you and, see the Jordan crying face meme? I did not. No, oh, I it's it. all the Raiders going. players on the Arrowhead with like a hundred <laughs> crying face Jordan memes. Okay. Pretty great. All right. Sorry. Shout out to the people that turn these memes out so quick. They are good at that. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. I've always wondered. I would like to get one on the show and be like, so walk me through your process. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you see something funny and how soon after something socially significant happens that you have a meme up. Just right. Yeah. Take me through that process. Some people, they just got skills. Art, man. It is crazy. That is the art right now. No, it really is. I'm surprised that memes haven't been sold yet, where you can buy and sell NFTs. I mean, it is like I guess that kind of is, but those aren't really memes. Yeah. Well, no, you also, can actually buy the, you can buy the pictures that right the memes now, come with. Yeah, but it's not the actual meme, though. It's just a picture. I yeah. want the meme. Mm. I'm getting into this NFT game heavy. I mean, you can make a lot of money. Yeah. 
it just makes zero sense. It to makes me, but zero I, sense I get to me, it at the same but point in time, but I don't get it. And it's just like it's infuriating that this is what it's our like, world has come to. Why buy? I see where it's coming. Cards, but they make a lot of money. Same All thing you got to start NFTs. saying to people for people to leave you alone is blockchain, and people are like, oh, okay, I don't want to have this conversation, mm. and I never have to explain what I'm doing beyond that, you know. There you go. I have no clue what you're talking about, but you just know. diversify exactly. your portfolio. Okay, exactly. come on. Right? There you go. That's what you just. Talk oh, to okay. Lingo. Now you're talking yeah. my talk. talk. To lingo. Okay. Okay. Diverse, yeah. diverse, diversify, diversify my portfolio. My okay. Portfolio. Okay. Okay. I yeah, bonds and stocks and stuff let's, like that. Um, you know. Yeah. Let's yell about fantasy football. Please. <sighs> I mean, do we have to? If I, you're wait. at home, you're listening, you're driving around. <laughs> Every week we have. Jeez, you good? Are you okay. Oh, oh my do that. god! Do <laughs> no, no, no! Off screen! Off screen! Please go spit go. somewhere. That go. was absolutely disgusting. Oh my god! It made my stomach turn oh. just a little bit. I don't know what's going on with our crew today. Oh. We got one guy out with a cough. We got this guy hawking loogies in the studio. At least I'm consistent. You can guarantee on me doing my thing. Yeah, what would you say your look is today, Brad? Uh, what would you call his look today? I don't even know what my look would be. last week you were a cowboy lumberjack. The week before you were a youth pastor. Yep. And now with the headband. Okay, it was more for the head, like the actual headset was messing with my hair. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something new. What would you call this? Mm. I don't even know what you would call this. I got my beanie, but that's about it. Like, I feel like you're a... Wish you were say that you're like an outdoorsman, but in reality, your outdoorsman is walking into Lowe's, you know, going to Home Depot and picking out day laborers to work on your front yard. Mm, I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. You kind of look like urban, like a uh, and like a rustic urban kid, right? Like like the hipster type of like uh, that works on like ten. Like you grew up around ranch folks but in like the nice neighborhood so chico kind of because like chico you really moves have... to brooklyn kind of deal you oh know what I'm saying? i was thinking like chico because you have all the orchards on the outside yeah like you grew up around money you didn't necessarily have it oh that's yeah that's about right for me but then you moved to like a techier area oh yeah i haven't done but that yet. now you're like trying to convey that you're i'm from country. the country yeah do you ever, am I, I? I can see that. I still think he's trying to look like he is a outdoors, like a rough type of dude, but he's not. Like he goes to artisan coffee shops, but he also drinks Coors Light kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Banquet. Coors Banquet. Okay. Uh, so he, there you go. He's a banquet drinker. I've got the higher. But he's, higher yeah, he's for sure stuff. just, he's trying to look like he shoots his own deer. You know, like you trying to say, like, yeah, shoot, that's, like, that's like I for sure, like, hunt my own meat. Like, that's what you're trying to say you, you do, but you don't. Yeah. Like, you he has sure a freezer for the meat that he hunts. Yes. Is the, the that's existence as much as do. he's trying yeah. to give off. Okay. Like, you, you have something you, you want to say, like, I have eight freezers of, you know, Venison elk meat and elk, in, in, yeah. yeah. In there, but in reality. But you actually buy it from a butcher. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm. Okay. So if yeah. you're at home, you're driving around right now, you want to yell about fantasy. Each week we take 30 seconds to talk about fantasy uh, and feel free to vent with us. Go ahead and hit it. <sighs> All right. But I got to know what your fantasy No one cares. 
Okay, oh here we go. Why am I an idiot? Right, here like, we why? go. I don't why am I so dumb? Why did I not set a lineup properly? It's so annoying. So annoying. Why? 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 Why did I last start? He's finally balling out. I pick him early in that game. How many times have I started against the Steelers right now? Why would I want to do that right now? Zero times. Why? Because he's injured already. Now I don't even. And Hunter Renfro too. I don't even get to use Hunter Renfro. Why do I always leave him on the bench? Why am I so dumb? Yeah, you didn't have anything to vent about? You had nothing? You had a perfect week? No, I've been out for the past couple weeks. I'm pissed off, so I don't have anything to talk about because I haven't been paying attention. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you one of those guys in the league? You've checked out? Are you giving free wins to people? Oh, no. I put my best lineup in and called it good. None of them have bye weeks. So I'm just like, all right, I'm done. I'm out of the playoffs. Okay. So, so just, I put my put my best lineup in. They don't have any gotcha. buys. So you're just, but I'm just not focused on it anymore. You're out of the I'm playoffs. Out, I'm out of playoffs. Okay. Right. I'm giving tough wins, but... Okay. All right. He, uh, I guess he's mathematically eliminated, so he doesn't yes. care, which is fine. I, yeah, I but I still like I hate that in the league yeah. because you do end up affecting playoff position and stuff. Well, you're still like, putting out a lineup. Okay, that's fair. So yeah. still put I'm putting out. So you yeah. are each week going in, yeah. just like okay. This I do a like I, on Tuesday. I do a quick lineup okay, change, and then I'll allow it. I'll allow it because I've been on the other side where it's like I got screwed out of playoffs or position because somebody didn't do that. Okay, and so I don't like being that guy. So on Tuesday. I'll switch my lineup, and then I don't think about it until next Tuesday because I know I'm already out. And I don't care about the games at that point. Okay. Well, so there you go. Yeah. Maybe that's what I should have done. Just purposely, purposely lose so my season's over quicker. I mean, I wouldn't say purposely lose, and you, you're doing the same thing that you'd be doing. Well, you just pick bad You're talking players. about a preemptive breakup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. So you're just yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. do everything plan out so you know you're going to put up bad numbers. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's well, like, like you could see your relationship yeah. going downhill. And so then you just, you just so something I don't yeah. see usually. You just. No, you just do well, it right off usually, the bat. Yeah, you do it in you're one usually day. the cause of it. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> something you'll, I'll draw for, like, a couple, yeah. few weeks, you know? Like, you're I'm like, just, hey, I'll, this is going good. Let me tell you something about my life that's going to change the way you see me and perceive me forever. <laughs> usually, it'll just be a slow progress, you know? We'll start off with, like, we'll see each other every weekend. Then it's like, oh, I won't even talk to you for a week. Yeah, I prefer like, no, no, to have no relationship with you Just at ignore all you completely. Forward. Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> this is FM 90.1 KZFR Chico, California. We are People Powered Community Radio for the Sacramento Valley, the Foothills, and beyond. Jero, Derek, Statman Brad all in the building today. Mm-hmm. Um,. Another just ridiculous show where we don't get to half the topics and the rundown, but we're gonna we have a lot to still get to. I don't even think I put foot and mouth on here, and there's a lot happening in the world of soccer too. And it's probably not helping when I just start rambling on random tangents. So let's shout out some of our underwriters. Talking about practice is made possible by Monca, the Museum of Northern California Art in Chico. Monca is partnering with new Clairvaux Vineyards this holiday season with a fundraising campaign to help further the museum's mission of making art accessible. Details on how to participate on the Monca Facebook page at monca.org and by mentioning Monca while purchasing wine at the new Clairvaux gift shop. Shout out to Monka. 
Shout out to all the local businesses. Hope you're spending as much as your money uh, possible during these uh, these holidays, this holiday season. Holy bleep, that was rough. I hope you're spending some of your mo- money. Oh my god, you can't. Do oh, it. we, we hope you're out of the news, dude. Jesus Christ. I was say, man, have you done any holiday shopping at all? I'm basically done. Are what you about really? yourself? Yeah, I still got a decent amount I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you have a lot of people to shop for. Like it's right? probably going to be the fact that there's going to be some people that aren't going to get anything from me. Mm. Just going to get it for the primary people, the people that need it most, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that everyone else like at this point in time with like me and my sisters, I know it's kind of like we all know. We have other things we're taking care of. Right. And I don't care if I get anything from them. I'm with you. you know? And at at a certain point like if you don't have kids like yeah, get it for your significant other. Maybe something yeah. for your parents. Yeah, and then unless you have kids in your family, like save the money. Yeah. Plus, I kind of find this whole exercise kind of dumb unless you know exactly what the person wants. Because otherwise, it could be a waste of money and time on both participants. No doubt, and you it's know? always tough because you want to try to find something that it's meaningful that they don't know that you're going to get them. But at the same point in time, you're like, "What do you want?" So it's right. like, tell me what you want, and I'll get you what you want. But yeah. I still want you to be surprised, even though you're going to tell me what you want. Right. I'm going to get you what you want, but I still want you to not know what you're going to get you, even though you just told yeah. me what you're going to get you. Like if I want a knife set and you're going to you get me a knife set, thank you. Yeah. But I probably could have got that knife set for myself. I mean, that's the idea. That's honestly at this point but in you, time, what I feel Christmas is for: just asking for things you need. Like yeah. that's usually what I, like I've gotten most of my household appliances just because I've asked for them for Christmas. Like, yo, I really need a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, mom gets me a vacuum cleaner. D- I like it. Okay, I need. I asked know. for weed and money for my family. It hasn't gone super well. <clears throat> yeah, that's not really my. I would I never get socks. Every my year, my mother refuses to give money to anyone for a Christmas present. I like so shouts that. to my mom for that. I feel that. Yeah, she she'll never do that. Yeah, so, no, I feel yeah. that. All right, you want to do the news? I mean, I guess. Are you guys ready to go? I mean, we probably should have done yeah. this about eight minutes ago. In the tri-state area or the world. Breaking news, breaking news. Derek Isamaki has breaking news. That is right, y'all. Time for the news. Now, we got a doozy to start off with right now. Shouts to my man, Andre Abrams of Gainesville, Florida, where all the good stuff happens. And he, he they, don't, uh, they don't disappoint this time. So Andre Abrams is having a dispute with a neighbor in regards to a parking situation, which I, I can commend you on, uh, Andre, because I, too, am annoyed when my neighbors don't park properly. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, no, um, it's a bugaboo. It, it's annoying. It's a uh, GMG. Once you get to a point in time where you're in a, a complex of people where everyone has got to park in the same parking lot, I've gotten to a point, at least in my area, where I park my car in the same exact spot, and I have been for the past going on five years now. And I got some new neighbors, and they're parking in my parking spot. Mm, that's frustrating. I've been there. Five years. Mm, yeah, I'm with you, bro. Same spot. Yeah. And they move in and they're been there and they saw me there and they've been seeing my car there yeah. since they moved in and now I don't want to leave my car. I don't want to move my car anymore. And I'm having to, I'm having a faux dispute, not a real dispute. Not when Andre Abrams had to dispute. Like he actually took action. Unlike me, I'm not going to take action because I don't need to have another interaction with my neighbors anymore. They mm-hmm. they're a little scary. But Andre Abrams is not scared of anybody. If anything, his neighbors are scared of Andre Abrams. Why? Because Andre Abrams does not mess around. You guys going to have a little fight? 
we best believe Andre Abrams comes packing some heat. And I mean some legit, literal heat. You bring a knife, dude brings a flamethrower. That's right, Andre Abrams got himself a flamethrower and started blazing it towards his neighbor's car for them to move. Apparently, Andre is known as the flamethrower guy throughout his neighborhood as he will just constantly at nighttime light his flamethrower onto the driveway and light up the sky, which I commend you, Andre, because that's some, that's some badass stuff right there. And if I had a flamethrower, I'd probably find any which way and any reason I could to bust it out to spray it. Is it called spraying it, launching it? I don't know what you call a flamethrower. I've never had one before, but I think it would be awesome to have one. Yeah. Apparently, it is a XM42 light flamethrower for all you flamethrower uh, techs out there who want to know <laughs> which one he was aficionados, yeah, which one he was using. Um, I wonder if that's that's I wonder if that's a good one or not. You know how yeah. uh, how how in the flamethrower community, where does this rank as the best flamethrowers? Like, is this yeah. army tested or is this like civilian life? Because it does, it says it's commercial flamethrower. It's got a good distance, it looks like. Oh, okay. I'm seeing some yeah. videos of it. it yeah, it's looking looks like nice. it's got some good distance to it. Yeah. At least from what you see that, I say that uh, five, that's, six feet, maybe that's more. At least, yeah. Minimum six to ten feet right there. Yeah. Yeah. Some good distance. And it's legal that's some to good own. spray. Some good spray. The innuendo behind a flamethrower, man. Am I right? I, I guess. I'm with you. Thank you. Ejaculation, yo. <laughs> it's not an innuendo anymore. No, it's not. I don't make them innuendos. I put them Derek, on. Derek, the king of subtlety. <laughs> no subtlety here. All right, one more because this one is just too good of a story that I have to cannot pass up because it involves our good friends over in the Middle East in Dubai and the United Arab Emirates and their love of camels. Now, there is a Apparently, a huge, huge competition going on in that area in Dubai. A month-long competition. A beauty pageant for camels. That is right. A beauty pageant for camels because everyone knows camels are the most beautiful animals on the planet. Wrong. That's like... What is I mean, peacocks are going to be up there and pretty animals just because of their feathers and whatnot. But is it really? it's not really a pretty animal, I feel. It's just like it's lucky it's got the feathers on its backside to like... Take away from you being a kind of a weird-looking bird. Did you guys know that the peacock is actually the male? Yes. Okay. Just wasn't too sure. Well, I think they're that? all called peacocks, just like the peahens. Okay. Peahens and peacocks. That makes sense. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I get it. Thank ah. you, Ash. All right. Wish I knew that one. Damn. So many jokes. That man, Brad, was actually. I am surprised yeah, you, you, you got, didn't. No, know I that. know. Now peacocks. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. peacocks and peahens. Yeah. Peahens. <laughs> Let's keep it moving, please. <laughs> so either way, there is a travesty going on in the world of camel beauties pageants as a lot of these uh, these guys who put out their camels to be judged are putting Botox in these camels to make them much more appealing to the eye. <laughs> I know, right? Kind of crazy because, um, you know, they want to be judged on all sorts of criteria Based on the camel's heads, necks, humps, dress, and postures. That's how I judge all my mates, too, actually. So we have something in common. Can I do a quick aside here? Yes. <clears throat> this lip injection thing that you ladies are doing, like... Ooh, stop it. 
can we all stop? Ugh. Like us guys are, we can we can notice that there's been work done, and we're not big fans of it. Any of it. Proceed. Neither is the camel community either. Don't do that to the camels, okay? All right, they don't need any more of those hormones injected into their into their bosoms. No, they make do them, not. No, they don't. So, this camel competition is marred by many infractions, and they're, these camels are competing for prize money totaling up to sixty-six million dollars for camels. Pretty camels. Hey, they pr- pay a pretty penny. There's actually a guy here at Chico State that actually sold his camel. Uh, I mean, I wonder what's more appealing, two humps or one hump? I would imagine two for back and front support. I mean, you would think that, you know, but like I would see like when you're looking as a silhouette, Plus longer I feel distance. like a two hump definitely has a certain iconic look, but I feel a one hump is a little more appealing to the eye. Well, but I feel like the two hump has more distance in it because it can hold more water. Because that's what those humps are, water sacks. I mean, but that one big hump could be the same size as two little humps. Yes, but you could also have two big humps. A lot more distance in that. I don't want too big of a humps on there, though. I feel like at some point in time, like two big, you know, you can get two big humps, at least in my eyes. I feel humps can get too big. Like there's a good size hump in there, <laughs> no doubt. Like there's a perfectly sized well, yes, portioned hump. But there's more of it. No I would, doubt. I would like, like more I mean, of that. Do you want more humps? I would yeah, like, like more humps. humps are nice, but like I feel like when you get too much humps, it's just not enough. Like dude, that's too much. No, humps. no, no. There's never enough humps. No, there is enough humps. We can have too many humps. No, humps can be too big. Well, I, I believe in least. I feel like eyes. that's I your feel, issue. Yeah, no. And exactly. the people around you. And issue. I feel like I would be a proper camel judger because you would just be like, "Ooh, big humps." Yeah, big humps. No, I'd say I'd a lot like, of humps. There has been Those... a hybrid species found for three humps with three humps. Oh, three humpers! Yeah. Wow, that's my the... type of camel. Now, right there. See, that, the, see, that's that's Al-Kali that's not, that's way too much hump for me right there. I don't need three humps. Yeah. What do they call it? You uh, said the name. Al-Kali, ru- the Rub Al-Kali Desert. Oh, okay. Interesting. So three humpers. Wow. Yeah, they're okay. three humpers. Okay. Give well, they're out there for oh. all you uh, oh. want to check out some three humps. Apparently, you got the, you got the option. That's in the Arabian Peninsula for you geography buffs out there. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> With all those three humps. Well, so if you're uh, thinking about getting into the camel breeding business, once again, don't have too big of a hump. Okay, good size humps, y'all. That's the news. Very good. Um, Botox for camels. Again, not what I thought we would cover today, but I'm glad we did. Let's class up the show a little bit and bring in our foreign correspondent, Aaron. Aaron, hello. How's it going, guys? Oh, it goes. It goes. We're 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 getting through the show, you know. Always. <laughs> Things could be worse. It could be worse, and it usually is, to be honest. This is about par for the course. Um, so we bring Aaron on every week to cover some of the sports we are not paying enough attention to or giving enough spotlight to. So, Aaron, is you are covering UFC 269 for us this past weekend, in which there is a lot of highlights, a lot of chatter afterwards. So wherever you want to start with that, you go ahead and lead us, and we'll go with you. Uh, I, let's, I think we should start off with the most exciting fight. That was Amanda Nunez versus Juliana Pena. Uh, Amanda Nunez is well-known around the league as you know the best female fighter uh, basically of all time. 
Um, and this fight was a crazy fight. Um, Nunez was really dominating round number one, um, really had Pena on the quote-unquote ropes. But round two starts, and both of them come out swinging. Both of these women are hitting each other simultaneously. The arena is so loud. It's like I couldn't believe how loud it was to hear. And then uh, Amanda, Amanda Nunez gasped. She really did, just had no energy left. And Pena got her into a rear naked chokehold and submitted her. Um, crazy end. And it was very impressive what Pena did. Yeah, shout out to these two ladies because that you're right. That second round, they were just like, all right, let's just go toe-to-toe. And they just exchanged punch after punch after punch. And Pena's... Um, jab with the left hand just kept catching Nunez all fight long um and I thought that just kind of wore her down um as as the fight went on so hell of a fight shout out to the ladies of the UFC because um I feel like the ladies have just as much star power as some of the guys now absolutely absolutely Amanda Nunez is really she is one of the greatest fighters of all time she had won 24 consecutive fights before this, um, so she's really made a name for herself. She's in those Modelo commercials that I hate, um, but mad props to her. So can we talk about those commercials just real quick? Those commercials are so annoying. I know exactly what you're talking about, the ones that are like, so-and-so started here, and then they did this, and they became one of the greatest of all time. And then they're just drinking Modellos? That's what you're talking about? Oh yeah, exactly. And the thing is, it's just it's the same one that they play over yeah. and over. Yeah, and I'm I with just, you. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Modelo is the uh, the highest selling beer in the America right now. Is it? Yeah, it is the number one selling. What if beer. they have enough money to make another commercial? Then? Well, they have it's one with the uh, Dame Dollar. And it's the same. It's the same same philosophy though. Yeah, they also same. have one with Mr. Cartoon. Yeah, same philosophy. Yeah, yeah. I like how they up- upgraded though, because when they first started, it was like. Some gal DJ I've never. Yeah, heard no, of exactly. Now it's like people actually know this yeah. guy. Oh, okay, the so Modelo reached out a little bit. Yeah. Now I will say, um, it is you know, hey, drink Modelo, you become top of the world. You know, actually, you know, drink Modelo, you lose in fights. That's what they're saying right now with Amanda Nunez losing. Mm. So bad marketing for Modelo, big big L for Modelo, because you don't want to drink Modelo and lose. Okay. She did win 24 fights before that, so... And you know, know what? Modelo's all about the present, and in the present right now, it's not looking good for Amanda Nunez. I wonder if Modelo has a position open, Derek. Maybe you could apply for that, since you're such an expert. I mean, they Derek do... Derek started in Granada Hills. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Tell us about this other fight that we had. Um, this was the headliner, was it not, or...? Uh, they were co-main events, so yes. Um, yeah, Dustin Poirier versus uh, Charles Oliveira. This was another pretty hyped-up fight, another great fight. Um, Poirier was looking to capture the belt from Olivier, um, and it looked like in the first round he had it. He was landing punches. He was in attack mode. Uh, he had Oliveira wobbling in the first round. Uh, but then Oliveira realized he needed to step it up. He had Poirier on the ground for most of the second, uh, most of the second round. It was on top. He he really had that one. And then uh, with a minute three to go in round three, or with a minute three into the fight, uh, Oliveira got Poirier into a another rear naked, rear naked chokehold. 
and uh, submitted Poirier. Uh, another great fight, really entertaining, um, and you gotta love both of those guys. And you and uh, I'm seeing that they're saying possibly next uh, for Olivier would be um, would be O'Malley possibly. Um, I don't know about O'Malley. It could be, but uh, what what I'm seeing is Justin Gaethje because Gaethje is the last one who lost to Norman Gamadoff, and he did beat Michael Chandler in UFC 268. Um, but O'Malley also won, and uh, it could be. It could be. Okay. Well, we will. Uh, we trust you to stay on top of that for us. I'm sure you'll know before we will. <laughs> we look forward to it. So, Aaron, as always, thank you, and we will chat with you next week. Talk to you later, guys. Later. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, as always, thank you to Aaron. Great job. We had a race this weekend that you and I woke up on a, at an ungodly hour on Sunday to watch, and I'm pretty upset that I woke up for that. It was, it was an awesome race in the sense that well, it was close. There was drama. But it seems to me that they're making up rules as we go. Let's just do an F1 update, if you don't mind. Formula One, a sport that very few Americans care about. Presented by Derek Sumaki. Wow, y'all. This was everything I wanted this race to be and then some. We had a race that came down to the wire, a championship that came down to the wire. Guys tied on points, Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton. It couldn't be set up any better. And the way this race unfolded, mind-blowing. I can't understand it completely, how it went down. I don't understand the rules that are set in place, how certain things are judged and what they aren't judged for. Crazy. We had the, the race starts out, Max Verstappen on pole, Lewis Hamilton second. However, terrible start from Verstappen allows Lewis to jump ahead, and there he would stay. Now, on that first lap, Max does an insane lunge to try to take the lead from Hamilton, to which he does. Gets to the corner first, stays within the lines of that corner, Hamilton does not. Skirts away, cutting off a good portion of the track to maintain his lead, never giving it back to Max ever again until the very end, when it really counted. And where everything pretty much went kerfluffle. With roughly 10 laps to go, a little less than that, Hamilton has got himself quite the lead. A lead that at this point in time seems that he has got the championship locked up. It is his for to lose. Well, and unfortunately, everything that possibly could have happened, was, so many things had to happen to allow Max Verstappen to come back into this race, let alone have a chance of overtaking Hamilton. And those miracles all somehow aligned. A crash at the end of the race from Nicholas Latifi. Mm. Causing a safety car to have to come out, bunching up the pack. Mm. Gave Verstappen a glimmer of hope. Now, usually in this situation, 
in between Max Verstappen and Hamilton were a bunch of cars that had been lapped by Lewis Hamilton. Now, usually when this virtual safety car ends, for the most part, they're allowing cars, all the lapped cars, to overtake themselves to get back on the same lap as the leaders. This is all rather nuanced Formula One rules that we're getting into. Now, this race is coming down to the last laps, and literally as a safety car is coming to an end, it looks like it's going to end under a safety car. Which, would, to be honest, would be awful. Would be a terrible way for this race to end, to have it end on a safety car like that. Yeah. It would have been just the way you don't want that to happen. But also you, typically how they would end it, am I right, in that situation? Yeah, I mean, I mean we had to, has it, have races end before on, on uh, safety cars? It has happened before. Yeah. But we could see people's position in the way they wanted racing to happen. Now, during this whole time of safety cars... Hamilton never went inside to replace his tires. They didn't want to give track position away to Max Verstappen. Red Bull, having nothing to lose, decided to put on a fresh new set of soft tires for Max Verstappen to give him the best chance he can if that chance is ever given to him. Now, initially they had said that the lap cars would not go through. And then at the last minute, it seems like they allowed them to. Yeah, Lap cars are able to go through giving Max Verstappen no one in between him and Hamilton and one last lap to determine a champion, essentially setting Hamilton up for failure. Hamilton tried his darndest, but on that last lap with tires that had gone through what he had already gone through, the many laps that he had, and Verstappen on brand new ones. Verstappen made that work, made it happen, and got himself a victory. A controversial one, but a victory nonetheless. Yep. And he is the world champion. No. So shouts to Max Verstappen and not giving up on that. The way certain things have worked out, questions have been raised. But I have to give a major shout out to Lewis Hamilton and the way that he was defeated. The man was a class act through and through. Yep. But it wasn't his year. He had a tough one. He had a, a, a insurmountable task in front of him when the season was coming to his drawing end in the last few races. And he damn near did it. Yeah. He, damn I mean, near did it. it. Damn near did it. But Max Verstappen probably had one of the best years. One of the best Formula One years ever. He was the best driver throughout the entire year. Yeah, he was. But Lewis Hamilton showed his greatness and why he is one of the best, if not the best Formula One driver the sport has ever seen. And we had ourselves one of the best, if not the best Formula One seasons these eyes, at least the best season I've ever witnessed for the few years that I've been watching. And for all the new fans out there, you could not have hopped on in a better time. Yeah. This is going to be a great rivalry happening. You can already see it formulating. Lewis Hamilton still is a little bit older, no doubt, but still a man that can be in his prime is not letting up. He's still there. So this is a rivalry to look long on to for the next few years. I cannot wait to see where it goes. My goodness, what a race. When this happened, I was literally screaming in my apartment at 6 o'clock in the morning, saying, how is this? What is happening? I couldn't believe it. How things unfolded. A race for the ages. A championship for the ages. A year to remember. Wow. Spectacular season, y'all.
Yeah, was that Tom Rinaldi at the end there? A race for the ages, the championship <laughs> for the ages. Well done, sir. Woo! That, um, that brought it out of me, man. Yeah, that brought no, it that out. Was the great. passion. Yeah, that was great. The intensity. All right, you're going to have to log on to TPP, not a game on Instagram, because I have a player haters ball about our president right now, uh, Joe Biden, promising us all these things about student loans and then reneging that just like every politician does, but we're not going to do that right here. It's been real, y'all. We'll catch you next week. Make sure you go download the pod talking about practice. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, TBP, not a game. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Peace. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>